0: Welcome to the episode of the Love and Reality Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to be breaking down the next batch of Love is Blind, episodes seven, 8, nine. Um, Let's just... <laughs> this has been one of the most wild um, reactions that we've seen from a first batch in the history. In the history Of Love Is Blind. I feel like this is one of the most talked about, especially on social media. Some of the funny things that we've seen, obviously, Chelsea and the Megan Fox things. Y'all be beating that that poor girl to death over that entire scenario. That entire thing has led to lots of funny memes. um, But y'all need to leave that girl alone on some of that stuff. But... Um, another one that I really enjoyed was obviously in the first batch, and I didn't really think about this whenever I was breaking down the episodes, but when you're watching the first episode, you see so much of this quote unquote love story between Matthew and AD building up that you never really saw anything between him and Amber. So the funny thing, when I posted some stuff on, on TikTok about that, at Ricky learned to score for the cheap plug there. But one of the funny things you started to see people say was Amber was a plant. This was one of the funniest stories that come out of this. And it was so, like, there was so much reaction to it that that she had to make a video about her not being a plant, um, which was just absolutely brilliant and hilarious. I was such a fan of this entire, just like this entire thing. This is why Love is Blind is one of the craziest, wildest, and best reality shows on tv because of the reactions that come from this show i really genuinely believe that people would like if you could have like love is blind like once a quarter like four times a year people would eat it up all year long and it would just be amazing to watch it unfold obviously we have matthew and his america is by his side um he did come out and made it made a statement um that he kind of went and made a statement and then like put his Instagram on private. But he said, the key element of my story that was never disclosed is that I live an alcohol free lifestyle and did the experiment sober. It was a key factor in why I had so much difficulty connecting with the women in the beginning. There was also so many misrepresentation and falsehoods created, in my opinion, to smear my character. I look forward to telling my side of the story with the full truth at the appropriate time. Um, I definitely, definitely am intrigued um, to kind of hear his side of the story. Obviously, one of the things that I think that some of the people that watch this show fail to realize, and if you look at the comments and you look at the, like, look, we all love Love is Blind. We all do. We all love this show. We all have passionate feelings about it. We all latch ourselves onto these characters and and people but at the end of the day like they they are real people you know what i mean and and watching people just absolutely like death threats and call name calling and all that stuff like yeah we all get wildly emotional we all watch the show and get all fired up and we all have our opinions but there's no reason to like go leave nasty comments or tag people of the cast members and stuff it's always crazy to see how that stuff unfolds but yeah sure they put their lives out there for the masses but in reality they're still just human beings like us so let's let's calm down with all the crazy hate let's just you know have fun with it you know what i'm saying but uh, without further ado let's jump into batch 2 of wild this wild and crazy time we've got jimmy and chelsea and um just kind of going at it let me let me rewind a little bit let me rewind just a hair because I needed to remember what they happened at the end of the last episode. Um, I'm rewinding just a little bit here. Where's my... I watched this show so long. Here we go. Episode, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So we had at the end of the last episode, um, you know, they they got into a big argument about some of the stuff that unfolded with the group chatter. Um, she wasn't a big fan of kind, of kind of what went down. They got into a big argument, of course, and walked away. Um... Then we get the, now we're getting the patch here. You know what I mean? Jimmy and Chelsea, and he approached her and he said he wants to make sure that she knows he is sorry and never wants to make her feel that way again. Ke- Brittany and Kenneth are talking uh, the other relationships. He said AD brought up the race thing and the kids. She said um, she appreciates the questions that are coming from the good and not bad. They have a healthy conversation about race and interracial couples face. He said his best friend's are going to ask like, whoa, he brings up family, his family and his people are going to love her. But um, these are the type of questions that they will ask her. She asked what would um, identify as good for him to be okay with their relationship. He said he sees her in a person, uh, sees her in person dealing with it all. um, That would make him feel good about their relationship. Um, He says, I know you, but my people would want to see you. Um, it was such a beautiful conversation. I think the one thing that has been very convoluted in this entire mess from the get go has been watching, um, watching people talk about the conversation that AD and Kenneth had. The thing about it is, is like, that's a, it's an honest conversation. Like Kenneth has said, you know, he hadn't really ever dated a white girl before. So that's definitely one side of a conversation that you need to have, because again, it's a cultural difference. There's a lot to bring somebody, uh, a, a, a black kid into the universe. Now you're mixing a mixed baby into the universe. And that type of thing can can uh, come with a lot of challenges. And you have to be ready as a white mother to prepare for those type of things. And those conversations are going to be brought up. And people that try to spin that conversation in a different way really just frustrated me. Because you don't get it, you know what I mean? And I don't, I'm i just a white dude, but I do have a brother that is, is dating a black woman and they have those conversations. You have to have those conversations. You have to understand the conversations that can come from those type of situations in the future. So these are very important conversations and these two had a beautiful conversation here about those conversations. Um, just kin- kinetic... Netflix, just don't fuck this one up. Don't break my heart. You know what I mean? Amy and Johnny are horseback riding. A.D. and Clay are driving around. And Jimmy and Chelsea are off on a little romantic date together. Jeremy and Laura have a little time together. She said they got home from the party. and He iced her out. He slept on the sofa. She said last night was triggering because of how he acted and what he did. She breaks down saying that the future... um, in the future, because of the whole bean dip thing, and she's in the future. Let it stay between them. He said he looked like an asshole. Went to bed mad. He said I'm not going to be perfect, and he didn't handle himself well. He knows he should have handled himself better. Again, more productive conversations. Like I don't like what makes me mad here though is like we're beating a dead horse. Dead horse. She keeps badgering him, badgering him, badgering. Him. He literally said I didn't do what I should have, and I'm sorry, but she keeps doubling down on it. These are the, the you go from a productive conversation to like, bah and he said i didn't like what happened and want and wants things to work out um like i just don't understand like why why are we beating dead horses over and over again and this is something that it's a trend this season i feel like uh amy and johnny are uh, horseback riding literally driver's seat right next to kenneth and britney of my favorite couple here um he's freaking out a little bit like she's a pro uh these two should get more on screen together or it's more screen time together they're too damn cute together like i don't understand why we're not getting more and more time of amy and johnny on my screen i love these two Brittany and kenneth uh she said i feel so happy and he says the same uh they're just kind of sitting there in silence together it's kind of awkward but also weird because the cameras are like blasting um this is my thing it's okay to have that sitting in silence like it, it's kind of awkward but it kind of maybe comes off awkward because we're watching it on this on tv versus watching it like no two people that are just kind of chilling but the dude sees, sees dolphins they get excited he swims with the dolphins um you know uh he's he swam with a dolphin named ken he is cute like i like his he is he's got a cute vibe like a, a quiet vibe to him which there's nothing wrong with that um, he said that he gave the dolphin kisses. She asked him, well, what about the physical touch? And he was very good with it. And the affirmation, he said, um, her touching makes him feel loved. He said he didn't know she liked physical touch. She said, I didn't think he, uh, that was, he was him. He said he, um, because he wasn't touching her. She said he is a gentle giant. They need to get that. Just they they're not having sex until marriage, but they need to have a little bit of a spark there or else. Uh, ad and clay time they're talking up going home she said she lies uh, she's watching him like she's literally just watching him eat and is just intrigued as hell Um, she's not a fan of him just licking the bowl clean like he cleans the table up Um, let me stop here for a second she makes fun of him kind of like basically he licks the bowl clean but on the flip side when he starts cleaning up the table i've got mad respect for people that do that like if you clean up after yourself and then just kind of mix together all of the, the the plates and the napkins and the silverware and you just kind of pile it up. I love people that do that. He tells her that he doesn't want to let her down. He says sometimes he gets in his head and wants to be the man for her. He said in a, lo- he, um, in a loving everything that's going on, she said, uh, what just happened. It was a flip of a switch. He said the marriage thing is on the back of his mind. A lot going through his head about the wedding. He says, I can see you as my wife. Um, I... It kind of... It was kind of weird. I, I wasn't sure how I, I don't think I loved how AD came off here. I didn't get why she was so weird. It's just a man. He's very I don't think Clay is somebody in tune with his emotions. He's even said that he's and and he lets things get in his head. Maybe it's past issues that he's dealt with, but things kind of get in his head. And um, I don't know. Uh, Brittany says she loves that uh, Kenneth is OCD like she is. Uh, I like the little morning videos. I do. I like to add a touch every single time. We always get that. It's always funny to me. It's always delightful. It's just, it, it kind of gives you more of an authentic moment of the couples that we don't always get. Uh, we got another group meet. Um, Chelsea says to everyone that they're going on a whole different level. She and Laura and AD are talking about how they all have had had sex. Jimmy talks to AD and said, uh, talking about her ass took their relationship to the next level. Like everything Jimmy says, I feel like only sticks his foot even further down his like in his mouth. Like I just don't understand. Uh, Laura said see, uh, seeing Johnny and Amy at the party was adorable. She thought they were knocking boots, and they're taking it slow because she isn't on birth control. Uh, all the baby talk will have Vanessa Lachey jumping for joy again this year, but her not having not being on birth control has halted things. Jeremy and AD are talking, and he apologized about the whole bean dip thing. He tells her about Clay, and he said. Uh, he's quiet and needs to give him some space. I'll uh, give him a little bit of space. It's comfort her knowing he has to be that way with other people. Hey, like Clay has just a, he's just got to chill out a little bit. You know what I mean? He feels like he's got to, he's got to have those little space and he's got to have, be a little quiet and just, she needs to kind of realize that's kind of who he is as a person. And that's how he operates. Amy talks about how she's concerned about how her dad. Wasn't be supportive of the process. it will be hard for him to understand getting married in a couple weeks. Jeremy talks too much. Um, talks way too much to Amy mentioned uh Sarah and how he wishes he could see her. I right. Jeremy like I don't know man, Jeremy and Jimmy, the J, the J twins are just really an interesting combination. Um this this whole thing was short-lived. Jimmy and Chelsea are talking up their favorite moments from their time at the resort. He said he has zero concerns about when they go back to North Carolina. Uh, Johnny said, what's up, chicken butt? He said, and Amy said, he said it a million times. She said, if I don't get my dad, (laughs) but she did say, if I don't get my dad's blessing, I don't know if she can move forward, which is very dramatic to even understand because Johnny and Amy are my favorite. Uh, Insert dramatic music. We are packing up the bags. Hi, Nick and Vanessa. Um, Charlotte, here we come. 21 days till the wedding. Uh, Now they have their own devices. They will move in together. It looks like some townhouses instead of apartments this time. Um, They're starting to get adjusted to their new places and prepare for the next step. Uh, Lara said she's not nervous or scared about the wedding. She said if he is uh, if he is messy, uh, that she will say no at the altar. Um, we get a just a nice little montage of Jeremy and and Lara together in the house. Um, you know she breaks down everything she wants. No dishes in the sink, shaving hair in the sink, and no leaving the house with TV lights on. Um, spit all the way into the sink. He says, um, she he says, so don't act like a barn animal is basically what she wants out of him, which is hilarious. He said he doesn't think that things could get better. They are cute. He said that he's never felt this way and loves that girl. Um, they they have highs and lows. They're one of the it's kind of part of the experiment. We also we always see this with Jeremy Lara. they have some highs and lows. He I feel like parts of him might regret where he's at in a situation, but we'll see. Uh Brittany and Kenneth are chatting it up. He said he uh she has to cook tonight. She starts to unpack things. Brittany starts unpacking her entire life. Well, just Kenneth scrolls through his phone. He said, uh, uh, he said he missed his phone. He said as a personal to make sure um, you know, as a principal, to make sure his school was still afloat. She's unpacking her whole life and he's still in his phone. She doesn't seem enamored by it. Like she's really kind of rubbed the wrong way that he's like all up in his phone, playing eighty time. Families are both um about both of them. He talked about his dad and his cheating. He just rambles, but he said that there's a demon that fights. She seems smitten, but also annoyed. I like Clay and Ed have moments where I'm just like, these two are gonna get married, and then I have another moment where I'm like, they're gonna. There's no way in hell. And then I'm like, they're gonna get married, and then I'm like, no way in hell. And then they're gonna get married, and then no way in hell. Like I just, it's confusing with these two. But that's that's it for episode episode seven.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All right, folks, we're going to move on to episode six, our season six, episode eight. There we go. I'll say it right here the
0: first time. And we're getting ready for people to see the other person's kind of living arrangements. We're going to bounce around a little bit here. We got Jimmy and Chelsea. Um, We get friends entering the fold with Tiffany meeting Jimmy. It's her roommate. Uh, Jimmy said her roommate might be a little too much for him. He says he's not sure he could live there with her. She, however, she loves his place. He's adamant on living in his place, even though it is small. Now we're flipping on over to Clay's place, where he goes to enter the code to get into his little house and he blocks his hand from ADCing. It's one of those, it's probably one of the funnier moments that you'll see on the show because it's one of those I I uh, I know you, but I don't know you. But we're engaged, so it's like a funny bubble. He does fix it by saying, "Oh, I can give you the code or whatever." It was just kind of funny one moment right there that I thought was hilarious. Clay said his family's re- uh It's his house is family ready, and he hopes that she is open to the idea of moving in with him. Clay loves Clay. Uh, Adi loves his spot and is impressed with his layout. She said it needs a woman's touch, and she's glad that it doesn't have one. Uh, A.D.'s humor is very underrated here. Uh, A.D. says she can see herself moving in and making it work. He's enamored by the idea of her living there. We got Lara and Jeremy's time. She walks in, sees that he has a gym in his garage. Her first impression is that it's clean. His mom left a note for the two of them, a sweet little car, sweet little saying on it. I thought that was adorable. Um, she said the silverware looks staged. She tells the camera that she kind of brushed off the idea of him saying that he lived immaculate. Um, she says it gives um, giving serial killer vibes in a good way. Didn't realize you can have serial killer Vibes in a good way, but hey, it is what it is. He posts a sleep. Uh, he puts his sleep apnea mask on, where she kind of laughs and jokes with him. Said he sounds like Squidward. Now onto my favorite couple, Kenneth and Brittany. He has nothing in the fridge, and she's laughing at him. Um, these two remind me of Trey and Ryan from The Ultimatum. If you watch that season two, uh, she's beginning to overanalyze everything he's been doing. <sighs> Here we go. Here comes the problem. My guy's just always in his phone. She tells him that she feels distant while she uh, while she felt um, more safe and grounded in Mexico. He asks when he will give her some grace for her reactions. He said he's uh, ready for them to live their normal lives together. Um, could we see a little bit of trouble in paradise? I sure the hell hope not jimmy's uh chelsea's friends arrive while jimmy is working but the ladies are excited to see her and take take a look at her ring she tells them about how they dated she brings up trevor my oh my we brought up trevor she said trevor was um her number one oh she said she was into trevor and he had a mullet why are we crying over trevor chelsea what are we doing here Oh, the first conversation you're having with your friends in your house is talking about Trevor like I get it like you want to talk about the experiment you talk about Trevor you talk about Jimmy you talk about hey I chose Jimmy over Jimmy. like golly like boom um uh, she said he saw a picture of Jessica and she was stunning um that is going to cause lots of problems uh, I can feel that's not gonna be nice she said she knows Jimmy she she knows Jimmy loves him. Loves her, but yeah. Now they start talking about Jimmy and their sex life. Um, and then, of course, what's number one thing you liked about Chelsea? She said she looked like Megan Fox. <sighs> we start talking about Jessica. This thing gets a little bit dicey up in this giant. Um, Then they start talking about having kids. He wants to have three to five kids, but he's flexible. Um, and then one of the girls asked if they go to bed angry. He brought up they've had one argument. And then kind of communication. He said it went well. They talk about how they communicate well. I think... The thing about it is they do communicate well. It's just they they get explosive at first. And I think that's the really like the hard part. They're explosive and they say kind of rude and hateful things to each other. The Megan Thing Fox thing is brought up again. She calls him um, she calls him hell yeah, brother. And then he like hates the fact that she calls, she calls him brother. Very weird, very just like off putting moment. I don't know. These two are questionable here. Megan Foxing is, um, I'm sorry, Amy and Johnny together. She is a crystal girl, and he said it's a red flag. Um, He wants to retire early, but she kind of, with the kind of life she lives, she doesn't want to have like um, kids for like five years. They agree the first step into being together is buying a house. Um, However, they're talking about. Kids, they talk about he doesn't want any whoopsies, so they really haven't had any sex, and they just because she isn't on birth control, and it's kind of been a massive roadblock. They're not sexually intimate because he's worried about having the kid again. She says, I it is a two week street. He said, if he wants this so bad, get a vasectomy and get it reversed. Um, she says, she didn't realize this was a big deal to him. I get his side. He wants to wait to have babies. That's the thing. Like you have to have these conversations because it's like I want don't want to have babies. That we can't be really getting rough. And you know we can't have any whoopsies out in the world. You know what I mean? She's like if we have a whoopsie, whatever. But he's not like. Mm. Uh, Kenneth woke her up. Brittany and Kenneth. Um, Kenneth woke her up at 1.30 in the morning. He wanted to tell her good night. She said she hasn't been home. He's or he hasn't been home. He said he's been doing things and called her in, uh, in between things. He's asking her to allow the flexibility. Uh, She seems kind of insecure since I came back. She said the desire and the crave is missing, but he said that's missing for her, not him. He said he's attempting to respect boundaries, and he said he doesn't uh, introspectively understand his version. He said he worries about her questioning how he feels and doesn't allow specific moments to ruin things. Um, She said this – she said, "She is very affectionate, and they haven't made out." She said, "It upsets her because she wants that crave they had from the pause, and isn't feeling it now." He said, "They need to work it out and be honest about what's happening." He said, "They, he is confident spiritually. What's for him will be for him." He said, "If she isn't, God will prepare him for that." He said, "This is not going to work," and she says "She and says she needs to find someone for her." What the fuck just happened? We went from. Fucking rainbows and butterflies in 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 Dominican Republic in the Dominican Republic and now we're just we're broken up. Like they're done. Like are they done? Like done. Like I there has got to be more. It's gotta be more that we didn't see because happy go lucky, perfect in uh perfect in the pots, perfect in the Dominican Republic. Come back, a little bit of weirdness, a little bit of weirdness. But just break up. There's got to be more. There's they, you just don't break up. I don't understand. I I don't understand. I knew this would happen. I was emotionally invested. My my fault. Uh, Chelsea and Jimmy—they're talking about her friends and they loved her. All right, loved him. Uh, she said he hasn't given her the affection today, um, and things start to get a little crazy. She said he didn't kiss her and he called her ass out. She called his ass out. Said I kissed you in the bathroom in the morning before your friends came. He heard her and he will express his feelings more. Jimmy said he wasn't feeling weird. He brought up Jessica and saw the pex- picture and just wanted to express that. Chelsea brought up she was worried and he is trying to apologize. And she interrupts him again to talk about how he says I love you in an awkward way and doesn't like it. This just it's not healthy. You can tell there's some insecurity within Chelsea and 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 maybe it probably has to do with some past issues and also has to do with the fact that Jimmy saw a picture of Jessica and and maybe is more inclined and attracted to um uh, to women like Jessica. You know what I mean? Like that's the, the the thing that's missing here, you know what I mean? Um but yeah. So and then he hits her with uh, she just said she, she hasn't felt the love from him the last couple of days. And he hits her with truthfully, you've been a little clingy. And this kind of sets her off. Um, she said that was fucking rude. I'm sorry. She um, The thing about it is she kind of pushed him and he kind of pushed back. And he said he has told her he loved her. And she said, I don't want to hear from you. He said, I'm telling you how I feel. And she says, I don't want to be told that I'm clingy from the person that put a ring on my finger. She said, you didn't kiss me and you didn't tell me you love me. Um, I don't love this here. I do think that this 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 kind of started from the moment she saw the, he saw the picture from Jessica. And I felt like she really, it was just an insecure moment. You know what I mean? He tried to own his mistake and she kind of went off the rails. She said this is fucking bullshit. She cooked him. Dinner, watched his show, went upstairs and had sex with him. He said, you're bringing up sex. Maybe he wants a breather from that too. Like this went from zero to a thousand real crap. Like real fast. Like these two were 19 days away from the wedding, and holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't even know. Uh Jessica has arrived. She's meeting with Laura. She talks about how she told her daughter um, that they weren't getting married. Um, she says she told her that she fell in love with Jimmy. Jimmy sent her a friend request and revoked it. She sent him a she he sent her a friend request and he revoked it um so like he was like what is he trying to go like go see her pictures and then was just like ah just kidding i was just trying to see your pictures but like he sent her a friend request the moment he got back and then withdrew the friend request she said even if he was ugly but ugly she would have closed her eyes and listened to him talk she said if they see each other she would have questions she spent the entire time trying to heal and then we find out that sarah and sarah and dm'd jeremy uh, and Laura screenshot it. She said, "If you ever, uh, if your mind is ever shifting in your choice, I would love to meet you." Holy shit! He didn't respond, but yet he liked it. He was forthcoming towards it and did tell her. Uh, Jessica said, "Team, um, uh, team Jeremy." I, well, sorry. Wait. Uh, J- Jessica said she is team Jimmy. She said, um, she said she isn't over Jimmy yet. She said she still gets the butterflies. Jessica said. She did her digging and noticed that she was like she was more of like Jimmy's choice. She said if they see each other, sparks would fly. And she goes, do you think he'd want to see me? And Laura says, yes. And she said, oh, I just I, I genuinely am befuddled at what happened here. Like we're moving into episode nine, but like episode eight, we saw a breakup. Kenneth Brittany. Uh, what's going on, Jimmy, Chelsea? The world's coming to an end. Jeremy, Laura, Sarah, DM, Jeremy, Jessica wants to see Jimmy. What is going on? Like this is the wildest and craziest like season. I swear. It really is. It just, it blows my mind at every turn. I still want to know what happened with Kenneth and Brittany. I don't understand it. but Chelsea and Jimmy time, Jimmy's back and he comes in and kisses her on the head cheek. He said he didn't get any sleep. She said leaving like that wasn't cool. We are back to the clingliness thing. He said if uh, he was generally annoyed by how she acted. He said if he thought she was clinging to the point of no return, he wouldn't be there. She said he needs to work on his delivery. She said, I need to work on my emotions and being sensitive. He said, I'm sorry and I love you. He said, I won't judge you for the things that you said when you're upset. He said he plans on being with you forever. He said he loves her more after meeting her friends. Uh, He says, you can't hold this um, against me for the rest of my life. He brings up saying she wasn't going to initiate sex. Again, I mentioned this earlier. They have these dynamic where it's like explosive at first, but they have these explosions. But then whenever they get back together, like it's good on the surface, right? They're good on the surface, but then it blows up and then it's like, what the hell is going on? Um, also like where the fuck's Jessica? Let's just get, we'll throw her in here stir the pot. Jeremy and Lara are chatting. She says on a scale of one to 10, how nervous is he to meet her parents? She said her parents are wildly uncomfortable. And he said he will bring them out in a song and dance. Uh, she said, maybe her parents say Jeremy is a good guy, but not your guy. Worst case scenario. That's terrifying. The meeting goes good as they grill him about the pod and experiment. She talks about how they're in love. They were in the love triangle. She brings up Sarah Ann, and then she brings up the DM, and she wants to meet with uh about how she wanted to meet with him. His brother said he was transparent. However, he hearted it. Look, the thing about it is, is this okay? Maybe the heart was the bad thing, but when you double tap, you just it just hearts it. I don't think. The thing about it is, is Jeremy could have lied. That's my big thing. He could have lied to her and said, hey, and never said that Laura, or Sarah Ann had DM'd him. I, I don't get it. Her family likes him, she said, and said, um, she dishes out a lot, but he seems to be taking it. Her family seems to be, sees them butting heads. Her mother uh, tells her to speak harshly, that she speaks harshly with one another, and that she kind of they need to like have some like, you know, sure, you can have that witty banter back and forth. But you also kind of need to be like honest and reflective with each other and be, be kind to one another. Um, we get some Johnny and A.V. who are learning to how to dance together. Very, very cute moment. Uh, Clay and A.D. She's meeting his family. Um, this is going good. She brings up talking about how uh, he doesn't come home so often. He brings up about how he has to do certain things to stay at his spot versus staying at his apartment. Um, He said he is getting frustrated. Their schedules don't mesh very well. Um, He kind of got super snippy here, but then his mom calls him out saying, if someone is important to make time for them, if the love is there, you make the time period laying down the law. Mama clay love this moment for her. Uh, Chelsea and Jimmy Chelsea is meeting his friends and yes, They are all girls. She's saying a lot of nice things about Jimmy. Sex is brought up again. And somehow Jimmy is crying during some, somehow Jimmy crying during sex is brought up. Um, and then, of course, they talk about the past couple of days where she talks about Chelsea saying, uh, said Jimmy called her clingy. And now his friends called them out about how he is clingy. Um, well, his close friends were girls and she said she was fine with it. That definitely feels like something that might come back and haunt them. Um, the BFFs love Chelsea. Uh, Amy and Jomini, uh, she's meeting his family uh, and his family absolutely loves her. They all are head, head first into them being together again. Strong moment here. The only thing that we have between these two that really is uncomfortable is the is the baby making stages. So that's definitely, definitely an interesting conversation. Mar and Jeremy. He's wearing sunglasses in the house. Things look tense here. She said he was out at 1045 last night and didn't come home until 545. Uh-oh. How are you going for until 5, 4, like seven hours, bro? He said, I went to a karaoke location. and And he said, I went to karaoke. The location changed and meet at a different place. He said he got a text saying that Sarah was out. She hugged him and moved on. They hung back and talked about things until five in the morning. She said, shit is not adding up and he is dumping on her and she's snapping he said he is sorry for it and he said he shared his location with her which is what she said i don't want to meet your mother when i am this upset with you he said they were in a parking lot hanging out she says were you and he shared the location and she tracked it and he fucking lied she fucking he fucking lied to her saying but they stayed in the parking lot. But apparently, I guess he dropped her ass off or something. He fucking lied. She walked out. And so she says, I want out. First off, fuck Netflix for this cliffhanger because we don't get another batch until next week. But holy shit. This is, okay. So we went from Kenneth, Brittany <laughs> drop down, blow, blow up. Jimmy and Chelsea, hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. Now, Jeremy and Laura, like, Clay and AD and Johnny, Clay and AD, is a little wishy-washy here and there, and AD's trying to, like, bring that wishy-washy in, but Johnny and Amy are pretty solid. Like, holy shit, when we go into these next batch of episodes, things are going to be insane between these people. We still have to, the barbecue, we still have to the pick the dresses before we even get to the wedding. Things are going crazy, guys. I don't even know what to say. This was an incredible batch. Again, much to talk about. The biggest thing that I want to talk about is what the fuck happened with Kenneth and Brittany. We have got nothing on them. They aren't even brought up again throughout the entire episode. Very, very strange. I don't know what the hell happened. I want to know what happened. I don't feel confident. I'm going to sit here and make some predictions about what we're going to see. Over the next couple weeks. But how I'm going to rank my couples now. We're out with Kenneth and Brittany. with are my number one. Johnny and Amy. Number one now. Um, play and AD are my number two. <laughs> I don't even know where to put Jimmy and Chelsea. And Jeremy and Laura. Jeremy and Laura might not even be together again. They might break up on the next batch of episodes. That's what I'm going to predict. I think they're going to break up. And if they break up. We're down to three couples heading to the wedding. And do we. Do Jimmy and Chelsea even make it to the wedding? Who the fuck knows anymore? Who knows? Who who knows anymore? We saw bachelor parties. Oh, my God. I forgot about those. Those are going to cause ruckuses. I don't know, man. What in a crazy batch. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear them. Tell me what you think of these, these these episodes because this is just... you. It's almost to the point where this stuff feels scripted. I don't even know what to say anymore. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, right. at Ricky Blair right. underscore. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. We will be back next week to dive into episodes 10 and 11.